0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. I'm your host, Kyle, a personal trainer doing personal trainer-ish things, (laughs) building meal plans and and programs and things that people can follow Um, in an individualized way. That being said, uh, we are not really individuals as much as we think we are. Um, The body responds pretty similarly uh, as, you know, across the frontier. Uh, There are exceptions to this rule, such as intolerances and genetic imbalances, but for the most part, we all need exercise, we all do better with more water, we all need more sleep, um, and there's not that many that, peep, that fall outside of those rules. Uh, we are machines as human beings, um, we're not robots, but we are machines and our bodies function as such. Um, and I think I say on the answers to fitness, man, I wish I had that book in front of me. I'm, I'm kind of rattled right now. Um, <laughs> I got a bunch of people who answered who, uh, purchased the book and they're sending me pictures and they're like it came and I was like all excited for them. I'm like mine didn't. And I ordered it the minute it was, you know, it was, um, uh, printed. I was the first person to order it and other people are getting my book before me. It's like, you know, the way the world works, I guess, uh. But man, I just want to hold a copy. You know, it's a long time coming. Either way, um, within it, I talk about your mindset being uh, the gas tank, um, your body or your, your nutrition and your lifestyle being the fuel um, and your body being uh, the the ignition or something like that. I, I say it much better and, you know, it was a spark of genius in the moment, but I forgot what I said uh, in that book. That funny thing about human memory. This is a fickle thing. That being said, um, I do teach a lot of the same concepts I have in that book, and I reteach them here on the podcast for you for free. Uh, I would encourage you to get the book because it's a lot more compiled and better for you that way. That being said, I'm here reading, actually, uh, Essentials of Strength and Conditioning uh, for my next certification coming up to train high-level athletes or continue training them. Um, It's talking about glycogen loading, and we're we're just understanding what happens inside a body typically um, in most people and why this should discourage you away from eating a a ketosis-based diet. Now, ketosis is remarkable for brain health, and it also allows you to lose weight remarkably. Um, However, for me, I would say it diminishes athletic uh, performance for a number of different reasons. So having a hybridized lifestyle is typically how I like to live. But for yourself, don't stress too much. Um, We're just going to go into some details today so you can learn a little bit about... um, glycolytic storage and glycogen storage inside your muscles so on the other side of this intro we're going to talk a little bit about nutrition and how to time it for your workouts stay tuned good morning everyone my name is kyle roush and this is the daily fitness education the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life learning Every day, I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day or something that I'm about to learn through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues and practical steps with clients. You can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, Endgame Addicts. I'm sitting here reading uh, pre-competition nutrition and it is saying in here, and I quote from this text, um, glycogen is the main form of energy used in high intensity. That means above 70% of your VO2 max, which we can discuss in a future um, podcast, what VO2 max is. Um, Exercise. Once these stores become depleted, the athlete will experience muscular fatigue. So we know that the more you can challenge yourself and the more you can tax yourself, the more your body will respond or the more your brain will tell your body to respond by sending it nutrients and different chemicals and, um, you know, neural adaptations. Uh, That being said, when you run out of glycogen in your muscles, they function not as well. That's a direct link to say that if you don't have stored carbohydrate, which, you know, glucose, is what it goes into the bloodstream. Glucose, fructose, sucrose, dextrose, galactose, all the different oses, sucrose, high uh, fructose, corn syrup, like whatever it is, that stuff is stored inside muscle as glycogen, okay? And when it's in your muscles, um, it will help you reduce muscle fatigue, right? Once these stores have been depleted, the athlete will experience muscle fatigue. So um, the quantities are stored in the liver and the muscle, totaling approximately 15 grams of glycogen per uh, kilogram of body weight. An 80 kilogram man can store approximately 1,200 calories of glycogen. Glycogen is stored in the liver and is used for the whole body, uh, while glycogen stored in muscle tissue is used by muscles. Okay, so if you don't have, you're trying to you're trying to weight train right now. We're talking about uh, the capacity to build muscle and build strength because uh, strength is um, both central nervous system and myofibular. In that you need muscle fiber, you need Um, contractile strength in that muscle in order to contract effectively and remain safe while using your central nervous system, you can be explosive. But if you don't have the muscle structure to back it up and the technique, you're likely to injure yourself. So muscle is remarkable for the reduction of injury. um, And it's also how you get to look cool, right? So the the outcomes more or less is if you don't have glycogen in your body during exercise, you are far more likely to, um, you know, A, injure yourself if you're going strength, but B, you're not going to have the outcomes, the performance capacity. You're going to feel like you're dragging yourself during your workouts. Uh, I know a lot of people who I've trained in ketosis because I've used lots of different styles. I always give people the options. I always try and encourage them to look at nutrition in a different way psychologically as I've coached you in this podcast to do. Um, That being said, um, it's important to have carbs in you. This is just going against the idea. It's still out there. I do some online coaching right now and there was someone who is sitting as a part of a session and they were like, carbs, carbs aren't healthy for you. That's dumb. Carbs are bad for you. And I was sitting there and I was like, you know, you hired me as your health professional, right? Like, and this is not like I'm reading from texts and I'm giving you what, you know, the leading doctored information is and what the American standards are on how to train athletes. And if you want to disagree with that, I mean, if you just want to look at their qualifications, they have the most amount of gold medals almost every single Olympics and their uh, strength and conditioning and athletic um, community needs to have a backbone of this education. So I'm just using the stuff that's working best for humans as of right now. Um, I'm sure there's nuances, I'm sure there's doctors of nutrition flying in there and adapting it uniquely to each body, but this is the foundational piece, these are the stuff, this is the qualifying things that you should be applying, that I've been applying to my body and getting some pretty cool results over the course of these years. So, um, meal timing, it says around three and a half hours before, um, it says if you don't, blood sugar levels can typically drop, um in high intensity stuff, but there was uh, a test done in here um, where there was people having three and a half hours before um, with their aerobic endurance. And it was saying people initially had a carb meal and then water, um, then a carb meal, uh, an an electrolyte drink, and then a placebo drink and an electrolyte drink. So those are three different studies. One had a carb drink, and like let's say a Gatorade before or during exercise. The other one had a carb drink and then water during exercise. And then the the third had a placebo and a sports drink. Um, the from the placebo to the electrolyte drink, there was um, that was the lowest study. Okay, the second best was the carbohydrate to water, and that was a nine percent increase in. Uh, anaerobic output. So having carbs, regardless if you have your electrolyte drink uh, before your meal, improves your output. And then uh, the people who combined both the high carbohydrate drink and the electrolyte drink um, found fatigue and improved by 22%. Okay, so the real outcomes here in this study is suggesting that carbs are just as important, if not more important, than a Gatorade, okay? We're saying that, you know, oh, the Gatorade, the electrolyte drink, that'll keep it going. It's like, yes, but you need to have pre-competition nutrition going in. For me, I'm usually munching on an apple about half an hour before, about an hour before. Um, It says in this study that it does not matter the glycemic index. Glycemic index is a reference to how how much sugar is quickly released into your system. I know it's not, that's not the exact measurement, but they're ranked in terms of the amount of sugar that can go into your bloodstream um, and and things with a really high glycemic index uh, can, can impact your body much more readily and much faster than a low glycemic index. Um, so it's saying in here that that doesn't change anything. However, I've seen other conversations to say that it does. Um, just in different nutrition certifications. So the takeaway, more or less, is there. There can be some confl- excuse me, conf- some conflicting information here. But that being said, the um, the most advanced athletes in the world all do better with carbohydrates. Um, it would be a mistake um, for an average healthy person who has you know similar genetics to most of these people, which is almost all of us. Um, I can't. There's always exceptions to health. Okay. That being said, for the vast majority of us, we're going to do better with more carbs in our system. What we don't do well with is having a ton of carbs in our system and having no activity at all. That's the difference, okay? If you're very active, carbs, it's very important for your system. You function much better. You're much more um, physically capable. I am not talking about cognitively capable. I'm saying physically. You have more physical capacity when you have more carbohydrates in you. And you have less when you don't. And that's the whole point of today's podcast. There's no point in flying into a bunch of different stuff. It's just, that's the piece. Having carbs in you before you train especially after, but we're going to talk pre-competition. Tomorrow we'll fly into post-competition because I'm just reading through these chapters, um, learning it, you know, a textbook um, one piece at a time. And even there's during uh, competition nutrition that we'll go into next, actually, it looks like it's what's coming up here. And I'll be able to detail out some of the pieces for you and then label, label it out in layman's terms. So what are your options? Um, Well, you can actually buy a supplemental protein and that will readily absorb into your muscles much faster. For me, I just have an apple, right? Um, About two hours ago, I had some sandwiches with, uh, you know, a high multi-grain bread, cranberry bread. Um, That's unique. It's a rye bread. It's low in terms of my inflammatory index. If I look at my chart over here, we talked about the naturopath the other day. Um, So, that I can eat and uh, it has peanut butter and banana on it. So pretty decent for protein, pretty decent for carbs. And um, I'm about to go and eat an apple and I'm going to be much more effective during my workout because of that carb loading a couple hours before and then directly right before uh, my muscle fatigue will be reduced because I store all of my muscle glycogen in my muscles and all of that muscle glycogen is used for muscul- musculature performance. Or muscle-based performance. So, folks, I hope you got a lot away from that. You can supplement and change those fruits out with any other fruit. Um, You can even just eat, you know... Uh, a little bit of rice, or and these are just some suggestions. You don't have to take it like the end game guy Kyle was saying that you have to do this. You don't have to do anything. Everything that I suggest to you in this podcast is just a suggestion. Don't take my words for it. Science is convoluted and it's not 100 percent accurate. It's just the best guess of the day, and the best guess of the day for the uh, you know the Olympian winners um, or the Olympic winners is uh, carbs are good for your athletic performance. So. I'm going to leave you guys at that. I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Um, I look forward to, you know, coaching, educating, helping the planet as much as humanly possible. So if you get value from this, so do I. Uh, Keep showing up to your future in fitness and have yourself a beautiful day. It is stunning out there. Get out there for a walk uh, and appreciate some of this nice weather we're starting to get. Welcome summer. See you guys tomorrow. Peace.